Hello. Howdy. Howdy. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. The howdy's back. Howdy's back. You reverted back to factory settings. Yeah, you um, forced me to. <laughs> all right. Um, welcome to the World Society podcast. Did you just forget our name for like a second? No, I forgot what episode it was. Um, <laughs> season one, episode four. Four, yeah. yes. Correct. Excellent. Um, yeah, and this time we got Emma. Hi. <laughs> interrupt the intro. Um, yeah, so uh, we go back like, what, four years, maybe? Yeah, Emma? probably, yeah. Yeah, so long friendship there, and Dula kind of knows her through me. I think you guys met one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, just once. Just once. It's great. <laughs> Memories for life, time. though. I think it was a lasting <laughs> impact. Um. <laughs> that was so random. We, like, met up, and then we just walked all the way to Carlton from was the it, city. Was it random, though, or was it, was it fate? You might have planned it. I did not plan it. You... Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, I'm in the city also. Let me come see. Um, <laughs> I would say it was definitely fate. See, yeah, fair. Emma knows. Yeah, um, yeah, she knows. <laughs> so yeah, we're back again um, over Zoom this time though. But um, <laughs> we are. What are you mumbling? Though? I said we've always been on Zoom, unless you meant like the three of us. Particular. Yeah, three of us. We, ah, okay. we actually yeah, we're back again. Anything. Sorry, I yeah. am so sorry. This <laughs> intro is taking way too long. Hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, we got we got Emma on the podcast um, this time. All right, we're going to get into some personal stories about Emma's life, um, her sort of battle with eating disorders and how she overcame that. So very inspiring story. So we're going to sort of dive into that. So... I guess a trigger warning for everyone, uh, for anyone who is struggling with eating disorders or anything of the sort, um, you can pause this now and then get some help. We'll leave some uh, resources in the show notes. I guess, um, Emma, could you give us a quick sort of overview of your battle and history with eating disorder? Yeah, so basically when I was like a young child, I was pretty normal, I would say it's quite normal for like a young child to be fussy with food. And I was very fussy and I was probably like that until around like the age of like 11, I'd say when, yeah, I started eating just like so much, I think cause my body was like growing and like I was hitting puberty or whatever and all like my hormones were changing. And I think I just realized like, Oh my God, I'm hungry. And I started eating just like so much and even then I'd say it was like pretty normal because I didn't ever have like an afterthought of like guilt or anything. I was just eating to like satisfy my hunger. But yeah, it made me gain like quite a lot of weight from that time because like before my body would have just been used to not that much food because I was just young and really picky. So when I started gaining weight around that age, I started getting bullied a lot. but also I didn't really mind at that time like it didn't bother me at all because that just wasn't an issue in my life like I didn't care what my body looked like but then when I got to high school the bullying like probably got a lot worse 
And I'd say for the first like two years, I was just eating the same and it still wasn't really bothering me at all. But then the summer between like year eight and year nine, I definitely developed anorexia. I didn't know it at the time. I just thought like I wasn't very like educated on like how to lose weight properly or healthily considering I was like 13 years old. I didn't know and my family never had like a great relationship with food either like we weren't like the healthiest of people and stuff like that so I was kind of doing it on my own so yeah the summer between year eight and year nine I just was barely eating and I was exercising for probably like three to four hours a day and I thought that was like the way you lost weight but yeah like thinking back on it now I don't know how nobody noticed to be honest because yeah I really wasn't eating much at all and in those six weeks of holidays I guess it is over the summer I lost like quite a lot of weight and when I got back to school everyone was like oh my god like you look amazing like it was just like that positive reinforcement that kind of like crept into my brain and it was like well you need to keep doing this now I guess so I think that's when it really like my eating disorder really like kicked off and I actually realized at that time that there was something wrong because even like during those holidays and stuff I if there was like I don't know say like we had this neighbor who would always like bring over cakes and stuff and she would like if like she did that I would eat it and I wouldn't have a problem but during like when school started and everyone noticed the weight loss and stuff I literally could not bring myself to eat anything that was like out of my plan and I was like yeah that's probably not normal and yeah I had a friend at the time who had a close relative who also had anorexia and she like pulled me up on it and yeah I was like I was in denial for quite a long time but yeah I don't know just that's when I actually realized I was sick probably but um then also that year I had because I have quite a lot of issues with like my legs and stuff I was born with yeah something wrong with them so I needed surgery that year and I was in a wheelchair for three months and I could not exercise at all so that's when I started like that's when I began to like eat less and less and yeah basically in that year this could be very triggering so hopefully everyone who could potentially be triggered by this has clicked off but in the first six months of that year I lost around 30 kilos and yeah then I had my surgery and I lost like another 10 kilos in like that three months even though I couldn't exercise at all but I just wouldn't let myself eat much because I was so terrified of like gaining back all that weight and like getting bullied again and like not having that positive reinforcement at school I guess because I finally just like felt accepted because like I don't know everyone started being nice to me and I guess I kind of just didn't want to lose that but yeah yeah (laughs) I would say that was the start of my anorexia yeah yeah yeah, wow. So what what was the diet like? I feel like at the start you were really healthy 
uh, like eating really healthy and that's easy to justify as well right yeah I basically well at the start I obviously would like my body was used to eating a lot of food so I would still get hungry very like um regularly like a normal person would so I just in my brain I was like just don't eat unhealthy food just eat stuff that makes you feel good and that you know is healthy but also at the time I was really young so I think I kind of was like very susceptible to like all like the diet culture and media when like they would say like carbs are bad whatever stuff like that and I would pretty much just eat like meat fruits and vegetables so yeah really just not very good as a whole for your body but yeah I would say I was probably eating around like 900 calories a day for like six months and I was exercising like three to four hours like really crazy yeah Jesus that's crazy so that's it's 900 calories and you're exercising that many hours a day um so you go to school you come back and you're exercising or you just yeah um so mainly the the exercise started during the school holidays in between year eight and nine so I would like go on like a two-hour walk and then I'd come back grab my bike go on like an hour bike ride and then I would pretty iconic but I would listen to a whole One Direction album while I jumped on the trampoline and I would not let myself stop jumping until the album finished so yeah kind of crazy but (laughs) we gotta cancel Harry Styles for this one yeah literally thanks for aiding my eating disorder Harry Styles just kidding I love you (laughs) um yeah, I mean, I think like grades eight and nine, and like those those uh, early years of high school are like pretty tough. I think like yeah. it kind of like reminds me of like stuff that happened to me as well. Um, yeah, like Duma knows like he's known me from like sixth grade, and I guess from like um, early I don't know, like in, when I was like twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Um. I was like for, for like like if you compared me to Duma, I think I was like a lot fatter. <laughs> um, not to be like insensitive, but like if like we were like the same height, you know, and, and then for for a um, for a teenager at that age, I think I was a bit heavier, a bit heavy set, even though like I was um, getting a lot of exercise, and I, I yeah. felt like like people said it was like baby fat and all that. And eventually, yeah. I guess, like, ninth grade came and then 10th grade started. And that's when I actually started, like, um, doing a, something similar to, like, what you did. I started, uh, I stopped eating that much. I yeah. skipped meals. Um, like, there were days when I just, like, ran to the house when, when my my mom would have, if she, would, if she would have made breakfast. I just, like, not eat or, like, I'd fake that I ate it. Or, like, just yeah, that's, like... Um, yeah I did that all the time as well the exercise like I played a lot of football in school but like we did the same amount of yeah things and like yeah like we played the same exact amount we played the same sports and yeah um I I just come home and then I um we had like an empty apartment next door um that was still like under construction and so I'd sneak in there 
um, either with a football or just like bare feet and then just run around that like you yeah. like, listening to music yeah. uh, do like was it One Direction? <laughs> probably there were, there were probably a few <laughs> few of them in, in the playlist I won't lie just Elliot spit and just cry um, <laughs> and yeah I'd run laps and laps and I remember like in the span of around two and a half months I lost um, 20 kilos yeah. Two and a half to three months, um, I lost 20 kilos and I got like super thin. Um, yeah. And then towards like air levels, I was just really thin. And then. Yeah, I remember because you just sent me a video, I think, <laughs> yesterday. And then. Yeah. And that was that was that time and I couldn't recognize you. You look so different. Yeah, I, I, lo- I got really bony. And like that continued like past air levels to the point where like I was focusing more on that than like actual studies. Yeah, um, that was the same as me. Like yeah. I. Like in the end, I literally just, I didn't even finish year 12 because all I could think about was burning calories and like what I was eating. Like I would be sitting in class and I could like see the teacher talking, but literally all that was in my head was like my eating disorder talking to me. Like it wasn't even like there was an outside world anymore. It was just my eating disorder in my brain 24 seven. Wow. Cause I I remember, cause now it's coming back. I think I've, I've known you for more than four years, right? For like yeah. six years. Because I saw you once in school. Yeah. But then after I met you again, uh, like after your recovery, I didn't, you look so different. So I didn't actually connect the two together. Like I didn't know that was you. Because yeah. you look so different. You look so sick, right? Like you basically like couldn't get up. Yeah. Right? You're you so weak. Yep. Wow. And, and how did, I know it escalated, right? It didn't stop there um, no. and it kept getting worse and worse. I would say like year nine after my surgery because that was towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, so it got even worse when I was in the wheelchair because I guess I knew there was no way of like compensating my intake. Like I just, like in my brain, it was okay if I ate food if I knew I was able to burn it off later. But I couldn't even stand up for three months. So I just would not allow myself to eat much at all. But then I guess after I got out of the wheelchair and stuff, I I started exercising again. So I think basically because I was just like sitting down for three months, my body, I wasn't really exuding any like energy. So I didn't even really get that hungry. But I think once I got up again and started moving my body, I became like, just like pretty much ravenous 24 seven. And that's probably when like my bulimia started because again, I, yeah. So like I was used to just not eating much at all, but then I, yeah, started getting really hungry. And again, my brain was like, well, you need to compensate somehow. And like, I was eating way more than I used to. So I was like, exercise won't be enough this time. So I needed to find another way out. And that's how that started. But I think, yeah, that was what I mostly had during year 10. But I did gain like quite a bit of weight back, um, which wasn't a bad thing because I needed to, but it just wasn't in a healthy way at all. And yeah, that's... I would say all of year 10, that's what was like controlling me. And then year 11, it was like half, half. Like I would, well, like 
the bulimia, like with purging and stuff, it was really kind of, I felt like that took more of a physical toll on me than just like not eating much because it's re- it's actually just like one of the most harmful things you can do to your body. It's for, for, really for people bad. who don't, for people who don't sort of know this terminology, right? Yeah. Um, so I know you talked about anorexia. Maybe sort of give a quick um, sort of description of what that is, and then maybe touch on bulimia yeah. as well. So um, basically, anorexia is when you limit your calorie intake like quite a large amount, and most people who have anorexia also. Um, compensate for their intake by exercising a huge amount as well and bulimia is I guess they're both like it's both kind of like compensating for your intake but bulimia is usually you um you binge so you eat a lot of calories at once and then you compensate by throwing up or purging and also some people with bulimia it's not always purging. Well, purging doesn't have to be just throwing up. It can also be like spending hours and hours and hours exercising. So, yeah. Would they take laxatives as well? Is uh, a... Yeah, laxatives as well. Yeah, okay. So so is bulimia always sort of um, paired up with binge eating? Um, yeah. Usually? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. If, it, if you're diagnosed with bulimia, it usually means you binge eat and then get rid of it in some sort of way. But there's also an eating disorder, which I probably had in year 10 which or year 11, which was, uh, which is anorexia with bulimia subtype. So it's pretty much when you just have both. So, yeah, it kind of... I don't know. It really makes your body feel so weak. You get so dizzy and all your like vitamins and minerals get like so out of whack. So honestly, it's, it's extremely dangerous for your body. Like I've, I've known people who I've met through treatment have like seizures from their bulimia because I'm pretty sure it's your potassium that gets extremely low. So yeah, it can cause seizures. It can cause like ulcers in your stomach. It can tear your esophagus it's it's really bad for you and also like there was a lot of times where I would do it and blood would come up so honestly I was terrified like I was so scared I was gonna die because I was also I feel like when you have an eating disorder you're just like obsessed with eating disorder eating disorders so I would like watch so many documentaries and I would hear of like the worst stories like of people dying and because no one knew at this time and I didn't tell anyone, I like didn't have a doctor to speak to about this. So I was kind of, and like, do me, you know, my anxiety, like it kind of runs away with like any tiny little thing. So I was like convinced I was like going to die pretty much. Um, so in year 11, I kind of made myself kind of stop purging like a lot because it was happening like multiple times a day. And yeah, I was just taking over my life and I literally like was turning gray. Like I did not even look like a person anymore. I was just like a shell of a person. And yeah, so year 11, I made myself kind of stop doing that, which I was kind of amazed that I could just kind of like turn that off. But I guess also at the same time, I wasn't like turning it off to like get healthy. I was just turning it off to like replace it with another eating disorder, I guess. So it's not really that <laughs> incredible because I was just harming myself the same way. But um, yeah, so basically year 11, I just kind of 
yeah, started limiting my intake again a lot. And when you're like starving yourself, there's nothing, I don't know, you can't really, you're just extremely depressed all the time because your brain has like nothing to work with and your body is in survival mode 24 seven. And um, that's when I like became extremely depressed. And I think, well, we said we'd talk about this in a, in another episode but just to like touch on it that's when I like I tried to kill myself basically and that's the first time I got admitted to hospital for this kind of thing so yeah wow yeah that's that's a lot yeah which is like which is like interesting I mean obviously I know that it's like a big huge thing that's really sad but also to me it's like so normal so whenever I speak about it I get like it's just kind of like interesting to me like that it like shocks people like this because in my brain it's just like so normal it's just something that happened and like it's fine now but yeah yeah and and I think we gotta we gotta sort of state that um eating disorder like eating disorders are you know is it anorexia which is the biggest like which has the biggest mortality rate of any mental health disorder yeah that's correct mostly by suicide but also heart failure is a big thing in anorexia so is it usually sort of paired with depression as well uh yeah I think uh, so when I first got admitted to hospital they tried to figure out whether my depression came first or my eating disorder came first because if my eating disorder came first, the depression would be a lot easier to treat. You would basically just have to treat the eating disorder and then it would be like a physiological kind of thing that was making me depressed instead of like the actual like mental illness side of it. But yeah, um, basically it's pretty much always paired with depression and anxiety. I think when your body is so starved, you can't think rationally at all and there's nothing going into you. You have no energy. So I guess like that's always kind of going to end up with you being really depressed. Yeah. And, and that's, and that you're right. Your brain can't think rationally, right? Cause I know you said before you were scared of dying. Right? Yeah. And then you also kill or try to kill yourself, Yeah. Like, which, which to an outsider wouldn't make any sense, but your brain under those sort of stresses kind of, kind of somehow rationalizes that whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think mainly I was like when I was first scared of dying, like when all the stuff was happening with purging and like the blood was coming up, I, I don't know. I was mainly scared that people would find out, like they would find out about my eating disorder because I died from it, if that makes sense, because no one really knew at all. And yeah, I was just so scared to like let people down but then also I think later that year I just became so, so depressed. I was like so starved and I genuinely thought that every single person would be like better off if I wasn't here anymore. I thought like people would be sad for like a week or something, but then I thought like genuinely everyone would be so much better off if I just like wasn't around like stressing them out. So I was like really, really sick. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Super glad. Um, thanks for sharing that. 
Okay. I know you were talking about people sort of um, noticing your weight loss and sort of um, complimenting you about it and that sort yeah. of positive reinforcement. Was that continuing with time as you lost weight and did the bullying kind of decrease? And, and did anyone kind of like realise? Did anyone pick pick up that you were you actually having a eating disorder? Um. So basically people kind of just stopped bullying me full stop and I think they – at the start, they stopped bullying me because I was kind of just like, I don't know, I looked normal to them, I guess. But then... Sorry, folks, that's all we got time for in today's episode. Join us next week for the rest of the story. Until then, take care, stay safe.